Welcome to the Link Adelaide podcast, today with another interview from a fringe artist from the 2012 Adelaide Fringe Festival. Um, and I'm joined by Tom Binns, who is uh, bringing two shows to the 2012 Adelaide Fringe Festival. Uh, the big one, I suppose, is uh, Ian D. Mount- Montford, who's a spirit comedian. Yep. Um, and uh, I guess taking taking dead people and bringing them back to life again. Well, not taking them, uh, but certainly <laughs> talking to them. <laughs> um, yeah, and, uh, and mainly uh, 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 famous celebrities, although Ian specialises in um, not talking to people that you knew, but talking to people you didn't know, that yeah. were in your life, but you, were, you didn't know about, <laughs> which, is, uh, which is very convenient, because it means that the show never gets um, too tasteless. Nice. <clears throat> so at least... Um, I was sort of reading all the publicity material about the show. It, it seems to start with almost like a John Edwards type yeah. scenario that doesn't go very well. And yeah, well, I, I, I lull people into a false sense of security thinking that it is just a spoof of John Edwards. And then um, we end up finishing the show, uh, me doing it better than John Edwards. Uh, John Edwards only needs to be about 35 to 40% accurate because his audience want it to work and, and, and want to believe in what he's doing yeah so they will do most of the work for him whereas my audience have ranged from people like that to total skeptics yeah and uh, to convince them that there's something interesting happening on stage i have to be uh, much better at it than john um so i, I can be 100 percent accurate wow. but for comedy purposes i pull it back <laughs> a little bit to about because it's funny when it goes wrong so i pull mm. it back to about 85 to 90 percent accurate how do you have that much control over it <clears throat> Without giving it away, um, I can't tell you. It's <laughs> okay. as simple as that. But John, John, I'll tell you, uh, John's using um, a lot of cold reading techniques. Yeah. And you can't always guarantee that it's going to work all of the time. But he doesn't have to because it only needs mm. to be about 45% right. Yeah. Um, whereas I, <laughs> I use it go to a lot more trouble, basically. And um, I need to uh, get, you know, steal out of the minds of my audience specifically pieces of information to fit into um, my routines that I'm going to make up about them yeah Fair so enough. um so I've got to I've got to make sure you know something works every night so it'd be a matter of, I guess of, of finding the right people in the audience to go for and yeah I'm going to use a, ra- a range of different techniques um, um some of which um I've made up completely just for this character um and, and some that no one else can really nick because um one of, one of the techniques to do is if I get anything wrong, I've got a great joke about it going wrong. Mm. So people forget that nice. it's been a mistake. They think, oh, he did that deliberately just to do that punchline. Yeah. So, um, but I'm not going to tell you anything. And it's all, it's all like magic. It's all... Yeah, yeah. About finding fun. Yeah, yeah. totally, yeah. Um, and uh, it's very interactive and, it's, and it is good fun for the audience. Thanks. But also a lot of people would, curious about getting along and seeing John Edwards, would find it a bit morbid or... Um, or, or wouldn't want to go or yeah. even pay someone like that some money so it's a great way of finding out what happens in those shows <laughs> uh, without feeling like you've sold yourself to mm. the devil have you had to go and see some of those kind of shows to get the yep, character I have and uh, they're interesting have you ever been read uh, no I got read oh, I got read at a mate's wedding when a woman was doing tarot but not for this I've never done a one to one reading yeah um, but, interesting to see you battle with John yeah, no, that'd be really good fun. I occasionally, I've met spirit mediums and psychics who who keep telling me that I've I've got something. Oh wow! Okay, I don't know what they mean by that. Um, I thought they'd be angry. Do you know what? I reckon um, they're 
even though the show was started off, you know, being, you know, wanting to poke fun at all that from a skeptic's point of view, I would say about 40% of the audience uh, are believing in the spirit world and really enjoy it. And if anyone's waiting for me at the end of the show for an autograph or to say hello, mm. it'll be a spirit medium. Wow. Knowing I'm yeah. taking the mickey but still really enjoying it. Yeah. I guess with like with my other character, the hospital radio DJ. Yeah. Um, and I know you don't have them here, but in the UK, surprisingly, the, his biggest fans were hospital radio DJs. Oh, we'll get we'll get on to him. Yeah, yeah, his own sure. interview in a sec. Um, but uh, yeah, Andy Montford, spirit comedian. There, I mean, there've been a few celebrities that have died recently. You've had yeah. Whitney Houston, which has come at the, the right time. Yeah, is well, she someone for me? Not so much for her. for her. Yeah, um, rest in peace. All that kind of thing. Um, is there pressure on you to include them in the show? Well, not so much pressure, but I don't I don't set out to decide who's going to be in the show. What happens is before the show. The audience are invited to make a connection with a famous person from history or a celebrity. Mm-hmm. They secretly um, commit to that by writing it down somewhere and hiding it on them. Yeah. Um, so that they can't change m- their mind and make me look stupid, basically. Yeah. Uh, but also, because if you ask to think of someone, you might think of two or three people during the show. Mm-hmm. But if you've committed, um, there's a definite, did he get it right or didn't he? Yeah. So it's entirely up to the audience who is in the show. Wow. And... Um, and the and the and the day she died, a few people and I would never have never have wanted um, to do any material about her uh, so soon. But yeah, the, uh, so soon, like I'm taking the moral high ground. Quite happily take the Mickey out of it now. No, I didn't mean that. Uh, but several people in the audience did write it down on the day, and it, it and she did come through. Her message for the person that wrote that down was, "It's a bit soon." Yeah. Um, which was just a really sweet, nice way of moving on, really. Acknowledging it, but mm. saying... And I think, you know, I think to a certain extent, you have to acknowledge, I mean, Whitney Whitney especially, is someone who had a phenomenal career and yeah, yeah. a totally amazing voice and an amazing singer and kind of try and remember her in that way apart from any other way. And mm. this is, you know, being the, the trashy commercial culture that we are right now that... You know, there's a tendency to focus on the negative and focus on yeah. anything possible, any sort of dirt story, because then you can yeah. carry the death on for a number of days. But you know, there are real people affected by it. She was a real person. Yeah, let her have a time to remember her for who she was. Yeah. Also, she doesn't fine. have the monopoly on death either. And I think when anyone well known dies, we all feel a little bit like, oh my god, this is a bit scary for us all. So yeah. often people deal with that with a sick joke or two, and but I don't wrong think with a sick joke. I don't think there's any harm in that. No. None whatsoever. Otherwise, you get a bit morbid. And there's no point in it. Yeah. I think if I was immortal, it would be a bit more tasteless. It would be laughing at the misfortune of someone else. <laughs> but I don't know it's going to happen to me as well. I'm like, well, I'm entitled to have a joke about this. Yeah. Um, so that's the way I look at it. Has Ian performed in Adelaide yet? Have you? Uh, yeah. I, Australia? I, did, um, I did Perth... Um, last week and in, and I did Adelaide last year in a very low key way I was doing my main Ivan Brackenbury show and then I did um, I did I did Ian uh, straight after I think oh, the right. um, but it was more uh, I dipped my toe in the water and let's mm. see how it goes I was yeah. off at the garden last year oh, and wow. I, I said I don't think I'm ready for that yeah but certainly, well, certainly ready for it this year yeah, I um, can't wait this year. I'm so excited. Okay, cool. Well, you're performing right the way through the festival with uh, both Andy Montford and 
Ivan Brackenry's disease hour, which we'll get onto in another podcast. Um, but uh, Andy Mountford, spirit comedian, will be hilarious and uh, quite a bit freaky, I suppose, as well for the audience. Oh, I hope so. Yeah, really freaky. Because you get it right every night. So I'll, I'll give any, if they're not if they're not freaks, I'll give them their money back. It's guaranteed freakiness. <laughs> I'm going to start using that from now on. Guaranteed freakiness. Guaranteed to freak you out. Um, at the cup hole or at the Garden of Unearthly Delights uh, from Friday the twenty. Oh, from earlier, from the 17th of February through to the 18th of March. Yeah. Um, tickets through adelaidefringe.com.au and more details at linkadelaide.com.au. Tom Benson, thank you very much for your time. Pleasure. For more on this show and 922 others, check our website, linkadelaide.com.au, or you can find them all at adelaidefringe.com.au. And for the latest news and info from Link Adelaide, be sure to like us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash linkadelaide.